Hello, thanks for tuning in to Learn, Grow, Succeed, the leadership podcast with me, Tom Hallett. This podcast is all about providing you with insights and tips to help you on your journey towards exceptional leadership. Hello and welcome back to the Learn, Grow, Succeed podcast with me, Tom, and my learned colleague across the Zoom call. Hello, me, Alex. Hi. Hi, Alex. We're um, we're both fresh from um, a coronation of a new king in the UK. Um, so those of you in the UK, I hope you enjoyed it. I'm also uh, a bit a bit bummed up. I think it's a little bit of a hay fever going on, um, but that's nice because it shows that spring has sprung. And hey, what's more British than talking about coronations in the weather? Hey, Al, you got that coronation cold, the the King Charles cold. No, mate. Well, this is. I know you're trying to go for some alliteration, but <laughs> I think I enjoyed it. I mean, I'm biased. I said it, but I thought it was good. <laughs> <laughs> so this week's podcast, we're we're going back to a, a very obvious learning and development topic here in accountability, and it's something that is again by popular demand. So. Um, Quite often when we're talking to our clients, uh, one of the questions you get around creating high-performing creating high performing teams is how do you build accountability? So this week's podcast is five ways to build accountability in teams. And clearly, it's a very important topic. Um, if you haven't got accountability in teams, you're never going to get to those lofty heights of some of the most high-performing teams you can see out there. Um you know, I think we, we often go to sports analogies in, in this uh, podcast. I think it, it's a really good one to talk about accountability. Um, You know, if you watch a team sport, be it football, rugby, I don't know if you're the other side of the pond, I imagine NFL and stuff like that. Um, You will not find teams winning their respective leagues and trophies and all that sort of stuff if they are not operating as a, a team. And to be a team, they have to be accountable for their own roles within that team. Um, so every single individual in that team will, will be there to looking at how they can do their job well and how they can support those around them to do well without pointing fingers. And equally, you know, creating accountability can be hard. And in sports teams, you also see where accountability falls down. Um, and I think in football or soccer, depending on where you want where you are in the world, um, you can often see in matches when teams fall apart, it's usually, you can usually see the accountability falling away around them. So, you know, if you are watching a football or a soccer match, it might start where, you know, a goal is scored and they start having to go at the referee. So they're starting to blame the referee for the the fact that they're losing. And then, I don't know, another goal goes in and they start to blame the goalkeeper. And then by the end of it, it's 5-0 and they're all pointing at each other and, and they're, they're not owning their own mistakes or anything. They're just pointing at each other and that's just a recipe for disaster. So um, we're going to go through a few things today, which which... If you're in that kind of moment, you might want to break the cycle or hopefully we're talking about things we can add in or or maybe try um, different ways of doing within your teams at the moment to make them more accountable and therefore better performing. Okay, Al, so um, as always, you're the, the brainchild of this. So before we go into the five points, 
is there any more kind of what was the thinking behind it? What what or what sparked the interest or what else do you want to throw into the mix right now? I think as you said before, I think the main driving force behind this blog was just again the amount of times it comes up in conversation. You know, in a team, how do you build a sense of accountability? How do you encourage people to be accountable for their actions? Um, and another thought just came from well, a question really, because here's a nice question for you, Tom. What's what's a game that no one wins? Oh, I read the blog before this, so I've just realised uh, I don't know the answer. You didn't revise. Is it the blame game? Oh, okay, you saved it. Pulled it back late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the blame game. You know, when people start finger pointing, um, you know, shirking responsibility, they're kind of saving their own reputation by trying to damage others. It's, it's, there's never a winner, just a lot of losers. And I think the other thing is as well is that the damage that that can do, the lasting damage that that can do can have a great impact on the team. Um, and when you've got a settled high performing team, the last thing you need is fingers being pointed. So I think this blog is crucial, no matter what stage you're at really, to just ensure that people understand what they're responsible for, but also, you know, not everything's going to go right every time. And, you know, when it doesn't, I still need to be accountable, just as accountable as if it went fantastically well. And I wanted all the praise and accolades that came with that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think and when we're within to the five points, like this is written probably as if you are sort of a leader or a manager of a team, but actually every single one of these points can be applied to you personally, whether you're, you know, the boss of hundreds of thousands of people or a new person into a business or or in a team. And but you you know, you can be the 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 force for change to bring accountability no matter what role you're in so um we'll we'll try and make sure we cover it from both respects absolutely yeah and so on that topic the first point and probably the most important uh one i would suggest here is is take the lead so this is about self-reflecting and making sure you are not the one that's starting the blame game or even contributing to the blame game you're the one that that is accountable you're the one that puts your hand up and uh you know owns a task owns a mistake owns a success whichever it may be you know put your hand up and say yeah that's me that's that's what i'm for and be there to help others as well yeah definitely and i feel like on this podcast obviously because everything's linked uh to other topics we do branch off into other areas and we're kind of going into the authentic leadership um side of this where you know you're you're being open about maybe things that didn't go quite how you planned or you're you're being honest with yourself and the people around you about okay right well you know maybe i didn't get this right this way um obviously that's my fault that's that's something that i need to learn from and then I think the important thing always with accountability is then committing to how you will make a difference next time, because we've always got to be learning from stuff that maybe wasn't um, satisfactory in whatever way. So I think it's important if you are a leader of a team, especially in a situation where you have the chance to role model accountability, don't don't punish yourself. I think that's a bad example, um, but definitely, you know, open be honest about what's just happened and then think about again quite openly ways in which you could make a difference and commit to change because what that could do is then show others the way and help them find their way to accountability because for some obviously accountability isn't easy but it's it's always important 
And it's easy also to jump into thinking well, accountability means if something's gone wrong, putting your hand up and saying that was my mistake. Accountability is also saying, put your hand up and say, I'm not sure what I'm doing. Can I have some help? Mm. Um, you know, it's so it's before the mistake unfolds. It, it's saying, uh, being brave enough to say, please, can someone support me in some way? That is probably a much more powerful way of being accountable, albeit if you are owning a mistake, we are also always talk on the podcast around removing the fear of failure and, and learning from them. Um, because without the failures, you know, there's some lessons you won't be learning. So, uh, yeah, so it's, it's at all stages in the cycle, as well as before you've even started a task, actually driving accountability in a team and taking the lead. Maybe you're the one that puts their hands up and say, I've got this, right? That's, yeah. that's me. I'll, I'll run with it. Well, and absolutely, and as a leader, like you say, in terms of the, if you're unsure, being accountable for what you can find out in order to help achieve what you're planning to to achieve by asking people in your team as a leader is a is a really powerful thing to do. It displays trust. It, again, an an open and honest culture within a team is is an incredibly powerful one. And no matter who you are, whether you're the leader or a member of that team, to have that communication is is incredibly powerful. Yeah, hundred percent. And but like we say, and also on the flip side of it, if you're brand new into a team, but you're the one that puts your hands up and says, "Yeah, that's 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 my bag. I want to do that," then that that's also inspiring. So mm, absolutely awesome. So the next one um, is create ownership, and and again, I think we can look at this from two ends of the spectrum. Um, so you know, I think you started to segue into it in your last point there, out around and delegation and, and things like that so as a leader of a team are you be making it very clear with people who owns the tasks and who owns whatever's going on um and making sure you are delegating effectively and you're not trying to do it all yourself but then on the flip side of it you can do this again as a new member of a team to create ownership and, and again if you the one that has put your hand up and said i want that um, that is also driving it in from the bottom up, and that's a great way to to, to influence as well. Yeah, I think with um, this one, if you're if you're helping people see where you know they're leading things or driving things forward, and they can feel as though, right, okay, this is my responsibility. It's like awarding accountability, isn't it? Really, sometimes saying yeah. to be accountable can be it can almost sound quite negative off the bat. You're like, oh well, it's it's owning up to things, but actually having something that you own is incredibly powerful as a, as a motivator to then achieve good things and i think as a leader if you can delegate tell other people well look, this is this is obviously your responsibility but you've got obviously a lot of decision making power you can lead this then i feel like they'll be more than happy to take accountability for that as you have awarded them that accountability 100 percent, and that and the uh the killer of accountability as well as team morale and all sorts of other things is micromanagement mm. you know, how are you driving accountability into a team if you're checking everything down to the nth degree or you're telling people what to do in so much detail they basically are just you know fulfilling some tasks they don't own anything so why should they feel accountable for it because they're doing it how you want to do it not how they want to do it yeah and that's almost like a catch-22 isn't it because if you give someone accountability but then almost take over then it's almost like you've given them that feeling, but then slowly chipped away at, at that feeling as you've got more and more involved. Um, 
so yeah it's one that comes with trust you have to obviously display trust with your team and show them that actually do you know what you are you can be accountable for this and i trust you to to be accountable and to do the best you can yeah and and on the fly here i'm going to jump to point five because i think it'll it'll come in nicely which is around having regular check-ins so you know if you are uh, creating ownership in your teams um, and you're making sure you're not micromanaging people and you're trusting people to be accountable that does not mean let them go and see what happens that you know you have to provide that supporting environment where you have regular check-ins because um, accountability again is also about saying you know how can I help and giving people the opportunity to ask for help when they need it yeah absolutely it's a great opportunity to guide isn't it rather than dictate I suppose um, yeah, in these conversations, it can be very open. You can ask people, well, how, how is this going? How are you finding it? Is there any areas that I can support or others could support? Um, so, that, yeah, you're not you're not just leaving people to go and wander around on their own. Um, you're still bringing it back to, again, a, a team effort. How can you help? How could others help? And how can we help to, to help you succeed? Um, so, yeah, good shout to jump forward to this point because it does go very regularly with uh, uh, very regularly, very helpful i just read the word regular and then said it out loud <laughs> it does go it does go incredibly well with creating ownership as a link yeah and actually i'm going to go into point four because i'm going to continue in in reverse um the beepers are going loud and clear um because actually i'm going to jump into the next one which is use data and you know, when I first read read the blog on this one, I was like, "Oh, you you want you want to be a little bit careful because what you don't want to do is play the game get blame game with data because mm. then it's just it can be even harder. You don't want to say you know you messed up because uh, I don't know you were supposed to do a hundred of task X and you only did sixty six. You know that that's just making the blame game feel even worse. I think what yeah. we mean here by using data really is coming back to things like having smart goals. So if you are going to make people, um, you're going to create ownership and you're going to have regular check-ins, then create ownership by creating those smart goals, review them in your check-ins. And if they are truly smart, AKA they are the M, which is measurable in those check-ins, you can say you can have metrics from which to judge whether um, people may want more support or, or they're flying uh, and achieving things uh, excellent. So it, it gives you a bit of a gauge on when to step in and when to not. And again, it is also for you, if you are a new person in a team or, or not a manager in, in a team, to be able to see the data and to be the one that says, I'm struggling a bit with this one. Like, can, can I can I have some help or can we adjust the goal if it's not appropriate? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That is that is more what is meant in the blog about using data as uh, a, a signal as to when support could be needed, um, also as an indicator of areas that you could just support proactively, rather than, um, have you seen the episode of the US office where Dwight builds an accountability doomsday device? No. That's not quite what I meant, where if the, the metric being measured is quantity of mistakes. So if in a day the team makes three mistakes, he has leaked emails that he could send to the CEO. So if as a team, you get three mistakes, all of your emails that you wouldn't want your CEO to see get sent directly to the CEO. <laughs> it's a bit of blackmail. A yeah, blackmail to drive accountability. <laughs> that's definitely record, not, that's what not what we're suggesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, the, that was the opposite, which is exactly not what we're suggesting. But it is very much the use of data, as you've already said, to... Um, 
yeah, to just indicate, okay, right, well, there's data tracking, obviously, what I'm doing, so therefore I'm accountable for these numbers. But also, I, I, I can visually see maybe areas where this isn't quite how I want it, and then I can know that I can go and ask people for support and things like that. It's more to improve your performance rather than scare you into performance. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and and to to spot issues before they become issues. Yeah. Um, or incorrect smart goals, as the case may be. Maybe yeah. something's not right, so it can be adjusted. Awesome. So um, I'm not going to lie, I kind of deliberately kept point three till last because I think it's a kind of an overarching one. And this is about uh, driving a culture shift because a lack of accountability, particularly, uh, well, whether we're in sports back at the beginning or we're in professional teams, no, a lack of accountability can be a, a uh, symptom of a toxic culture within a workplace. Mm. And what the, the things we've talked about already today, so taking the lead, creating ownership, using data, having regular check-ins, they are all things to not let that toxic culture come in or start to turn it around. Um, because ultimately, if you have a really open honest culture within a team and you do a lot of the things we talk about on the on the podcast all the time like you have open and regular feedback sessions so you, you you're really good at giving feedback as a team if you have psychological safety within a team where it's okay to fail it's okay to ask for help it's okay to say if you're struggling um if you have clear goals within a team that also everyone can see, if you are celebrating successes, um, if you're embracing failure and if you're supporting peers and you have really good communication and understanding of how everybody communicates in different ways, if you have all those things, you are going to create a culture of accountability by default because they are all things that drive it. Yeah. I mean, these are very much the foundations, aren't they, of, just building an environment where people feel psychologically safe, that they can be open and honest and that there's, there's not this unhealthy judgment of, um, you know, talking about maybe areas of something that you're looking to improve or, or asking for help and things like that. It's yeah, they're very much the, the long-term, you know, things that you can implement that might take a bit of time, but once you can see them uh, begin to be firmly part of your culture, then, the way in which people feel as though they can behave and, and be a part of that culture is, is much more healthy for them, for the team. And yeah, it's, it's something that definitely if, if you've, if you've missed maybe parts of what obviously we've already said, or the list that you just met, uh, mentioned there, Tom, if you feel as though you're part of a culture where people are maybe ashamed of failure because it's to you're told that failure isn't good enough. These are your targets, blah, blah, blah. Or if you feel as though some people are afraid to speak what the, the, the way that they feel or think because of judgment from others, then it's definitely worth looking into changes that you can make because they could be the fixes that have a massive impact on team performance and individual performance. Yeah, absolutely. And um, it, it's not meant as a, as a huge plug, but it will be. And there are plenty of blogs and podcasts that we've done. A very recent one on psychological safety. Um, if you're wondering that uh, you'd like to know a bit more about that, we always talk about feedback, but there's also some specific content on it as well as setting goals and, and that kind of thing. So um, look back or give us a shout if any of those topics you want uh, a discussion on or a bit of a guide on. So there you go. There we have it. 
uh, ways to create a bit more accountability in a team. So um, just to, to, to go back through it, we're looking at how can you, how can you take the lead? So how can you be that agent for change to, to drive accountability? How can you create ownership, whether that's for your team or, or just for your, yourself so that you're showing it to everyone around you? Um, are you holding regular check-ins with people? And if you're in a team and your manager is not holding regular check-ins, maybe you could drive it as well. Um, are you setting those smart goals so that you've got data to be able to measure where you're going and, and where you might need some support? And then finally, um, is this creating that culture for accountability through all those other things we talked about earlier? Nice one, Al. Thank you. Um, just if I can plug as well, always like a nice little plug at the end, um, is that obviously if you want to read the blog, that's on the website, but also attached to the blog is a, is a handy little training needs analysis uh, white paper as well. Because obviously a lot of the things you mentioned, we mentioned a lot of different topics during the podcast. Um, but if you're not sure exactly how your team could uh, could use some additional support, then take a look at that and that could help create some clarity for you. Awesome. Thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, we'll speak to you again in a week or two. Bye.